Hi, and welcome to Half the Net, where every week we explore the darkest reaches of the internet. I'm Matt Heron. I'm Jeff Trace Kowalski. I'm Louisa Heron. Thank you. <laughs> I've gone back you know, to the hacker names. If you start laughing in anticipation of me getting the intro wrong every week, it makes it really hard for me to actually get oh, it. It's so delightful, though. In fairness, you did seem like you were stumbling a little bit. I only yeah. started stumbling after Louisa started laughing because I heard it and it really threw me off. It's well, like it's because you start so strong, but out yeah. of nowhere, so it's always a little bit funny because it's a surprise. But then you're super enthusiastic. Yeah, I think it's a throwback to when I used to edit the show and I could find the the beginning by just seeing where my audio spiked up because I said hi so <laughs> yeah. enthusiastically. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But we've we've all evolved a lot since then. Jeff now does a much better job at editing by actually writing things down. Do I? Oh, yeah, I do make notes, that's true. Yes. Um, that, I, I definitely should have been doing that, and I definitely never once did. <laughs> Pretty good. Yeah. yeah. Well, you know, I always find that things are best done three-quarters ass at most. <laughs> I find that I have a terrible habit of uh, setting down to do a project, uh, play D&D, or anything with art supplies, and I get stuff together, and I sit down, and I'm like, I've done it, I've gotten everything I need, and then within ten seconds, I'm like, oh shit, I forgot this thing. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I'm always forgetting, I'm sitting down like, oh, I'm gonna write stuff down. Oh, didn't bring a notepad or a pen at all. Why didn't I do that? <laughs> Why did I think I was done? The funny thing is, when I, this happened to me at the grocery store earlier today, I'm gonna make couscous salad for dinner, mm. and I was like, okay, I know all the things I need, and I like spent, you know, an hour at the store getting all of the things, including everything everything for this thing. And I walked up to the checkout and started unloading things and I was like, oh shit, couscous. The (laughs) thing. The Mm -hmm. main thing. Okay, hold on. I need to be vindicated. What did you do then at the checkout? (laughs) I I got out of line with my whole cart. I went back, got couscous, and got back in line like a human being, a part of a society. How much did you unload uh, from your cart, though? Um, Maybe three or four things. I put them all back in my cart and left. Okay, You doffed your cap to the old lady behind you in line and was like, I'm sorry, ma'am, to have to make you move right now, but I really need to go get this couscous, and I would dread to leave my items unattended in the line like some kind of Philistine. Yeah, and then all the people in the other lines were like, oh shit, it's that guy from Seeing Reddit, and he said that before, and then they started applauding. Yeah. And they carried you aloft on their shoulders out to the parking lot. Yeah, yeah and exactly. they were chanting, like, we no, hold hate on, I need Louisa. to go back in there and get some couscous. <laughs> Listen, no one no one dares speak against me because when I say I'll be right back, I am gonna fucking be right back and I do it. What if you uh-huh. die on the way to get that couscous, Louisa? Jeff has a great point. Then I don't care what happens anymore to the people in line. It's the perfect solution. Uh-huh. It's the perfect crime. I Dying like, at the acme. I, I do like how many of Louisa's plans end with her dying and not caring what happens next. <laughs> Who could possibly care at that point? Think about Go. it. It's the ultimate revenge, really. Mm-hmm. Yes. Going the ultimate to- revenge is dying, as they say. Yeah. Oh, I thought you were going to say the ultimate revenge is dying well. That no, would have been pretty good. That's what yeah. I, I was getting at that from the- Dying at Super G is a dish best served cold. <laughs> <laughs> you crawl into the freezer case. 
<laughs> yep. <clears throat> v is for dying. You guys have Super G? No. I think so. I think it's the Possibly. super version of Giant Grocery Store. Oh. <sighs> anyway. It's so crazy to me that there is so much variance in grocery store chains in the United States. Yeah, I grew up like an hour yeah. north of you guys, and Super G was our main one, and I don't yeah. even see them anymore today. I made a joke to someone on social media who lives on the West Coast about, like, oh, you make sure you get your coupon for your free ham. And then we had a discussion about it, and they never had any grocery stores that would give you, like, a free ham or a turkey or anything for the holidays. <laughs> yeah, what's going on? I don't know. Yeah, and I mean, like, there's there's a bunch of shop rights near me, which is the only grocery store in a reasonable distance that I can go to, which is a constant source of uh, depression for me because I don't like ShopRite very much. Oh, I was just going to say it's the best grocery store. Come on. Like yeah, I know you best. like it, and, like, I don't think that your opinion is wrong. I just, there's something about the way that... That the shop rights are, I don't know, it just bums me out in a way I can't necessarily put my finger on. <laughs> uh, maybe because the one that we grew up near was absolute garbage with literally crumbling tiles in the aisles. Yeah, and that's the thing, because not all shop rights are like that, yeah. but some of them are. Like, a good, <laughs> yeah. I don't know, 20% of them are, and it's like, how can you not get your shit together, ShopRite? And uh, a bunch of the ones near me um, are, say, like, ShopRite, and then all of the people inside are wearing shirts that say Zally's Markets. Oh, like, I guess ShopRite just bought up a local chain however many years ago, and they just, like, okay, we'll give you the name on the outside, but we're still fucking Zally's. Like, you can <laughs> just the, do that. Uh, Happy Harry's uh, thing in our area, isn't it? Yeah, you can't pull that. You 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 are now ShopRite. Be, be homogenized. You have to. <laughs> yeah, you're a cog in the machine now. Yeah. Fucking deal with it. Listen, we're all cogs in the machine. <laughs> Get on board. <laughs> this is our demotivational podcast. <laughs> I, I just made an insane discovery, which is uh-huh. Super G, which was a variant of Giant, was uh, is now a regional variant of Stop and Shop that they don't have anywhere near where I live. It has the same logo as Stop and Shop, but it says Giant on the sign instead. That's weird. Yeah. And Super G only existed in Pennsylvania, Delaware, and New Jersey. Uh... I don't. I never saw a Super G. I, we had no. Acme. We had Shoprite. I think that might have been it. I saw my first Stop and Shop when I moved to New Jersey for college. Oh wow! Yeah, I guess they uh, rebranded like like when I was in middle school, and then rebranded again after I left for college. So it was just all mm-hmm. of my adolescence when it was Super G, but not before or after that. Huh. Yeah. Mm-hmm. This is boring, huh? Yeah. <laughs> so anyway, what got you through this week, Louisa? Uh, can you guys hear that super loud thunder that's happening right outside my window, and I can see lightning shoot across the sky? Is this leading up to your <laughs> Pitch Perfect cover of Thunderstruck? No, it's not. Is it leading <laughs> up to your not. Pitch Perfect cover of Come to My Window? <laughs> but it's about the thunderstorm. Oh my god, that mashup would be fucking incredible. <laughs> no, it would be terrible. Why would that be good? Come to my window. Wow. We were in sync in my earphones, but that's going to be a monster <laughs> to edit, huh? <laughs> Oh, boy. Uh, I, was, I was listening to an episode from a few weeks ago when we came up with the idea for DJ Bit Burglar, and this sounds like a good <laughs> song for DJ uh, Bit Burglar. I don't know what, what that is or is why you listen you? to the show. <laughs> it's good. It's like I'm having a conversation with my friends, and one of my friends is Louisa. Like your favorite, <laughs> your favorite <friend>. person. Yeah. <laughs> 
Uh, anyway, <clears throat> so was Thunder the thing that got you through this week, or? Uh, no, it might be the thing that knocks me out of this week. We'll see. We'll see how okay. that goes. But uh, air conditioning is what I want to talk about, because I finally okay. turned on the air conditioning. And oh my god, it makes such a difference in your thought processes, doesn't it? Just yes. having the air conditioning on? Holy shit. I feel I went bad about it, because it's killing the planet. Yeah, but I oh my god, ex- I can't not have it. I went to an extremely good wedding yesterday, and it was so, so fun, and there was a lot of good dancing and music and stuff, but it was in a barn that had no air conditioning, obviously, because it was a barn. <laughs> And, like, on the one hand, like, holy shit, that's that's a rough putt. <laughs> but on the other hand, I feel like even the people who weren't drinking were acting a little drunk because of how hot it was. <laughs> yeah. And also like the fumes from all the... Turn real early. <laughs> the fumes from all the animal waste also. <laughs> yeah, they didn't, they, did, they didn't clear the animal waste out, right? Uh-huh. <laughs> the wedding? It's nothing but urine-soaked hay as the flooring to dance on. Yeah, the, the DJ was a lamb. <laughs> this is very stupid. Yes. What was that uh, DJ's no, was... very pun-based name? Um, I can't think of anything. Please Wait, write in. Send us a self-address pun on lambs? envelope yeah, with your guest. Lambs for what is DJ. Name? DJ name. Yeah, thanks. Thank you. Uh, <laughs> MC. So, MC you guys got your shears. AC on? Yes. I, did not have I don't have it on right now. It's right next to me. I have. <laughs> You're waiting. I turned mine on a couple weeks ago because I'm weak. Yeah, I, I had weak. it installed a couple weeks ago, too. <laughs> I mean, in my defense, I usually don't turn the heat on until, like, mid-December because <laughs> I just like it cold. Yeah, me too. That's the thing, right? <clears throat> yeah. But, yeah, so I've turned it on, and I was saying this, I think, before the podcast, but even the difference of a couple degrees, just because it pulls that humidity out of the air, it makes such yeah. a difference. Oh, man. Especially with mm. all the thunder storms we've been having in this region of the world lately. Mm-hmm. It's been so humid and gross, and yeah, you really need that. Although, sometimes things just sort of get dew on them if you yes. have the air conditioning on, and that's not good. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I guess that happens anyway, because I went out to my car the other morning, and it was just soaking wet all over, and it was just because of the condensation. Yeah, but Matt, you must love that's this, That's Mother though. Nature's problem. Inside, I, I did that <laughs> with my air yeah, Your Mother Nature inside. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> I mean, Mother Nature's yeah. got her realm outside, and I've got mm-hmm. my realm inside, and we have an agreement not to mess with one another. Yeah, that's yeah, why you I point your fingers. <laughs> you point your fingers at Mother Nature's eyes, and you're like, "Look at me! Look at me! I'm Mother Nature now." And Mother Nature, played by Tom Hanks, is like, "Okay." <laughs> yeah, Tom Hanks is real weakly. You just is that the reverse line in that movie? Tom Hanks is like, oh, "Okay." I, he says okay when he's being uh, pointed at, and then he says sure when the guy says I'm the captain now. The yeah. way that you said it, the intonation, I think, would be a much better movie than any yeah. more. Oh, good. I don't have all this responsibility anymore. I mean, a bunch of people are pointing guns at him. His attitude is absolutely like, yeah, man, whatever you say, for sure. Yeah, you're the captain. You got it. I feel sarcastic. Of him sure, just, man, whatever you say. I love the idea of him not being afraid at all, though, just being like, yeah, awesome. I'm not afraid <laughs> to die. I'm just lazy. Out, and honestly, this could not have gone better for me, yeah. Tom Hanks. Yeah. Yeah, be the captain, oh, whatever. He's himself? I'm going yeah, swimming. Tom How do you think he got it to Joe versus the volcano? <laughs> yeah, it was called Captain Phil Hanks. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, that was an extremely good joke, Jack. <laughs> no, it wasn't. What? I'm insulted that you would say so. No, it was very good. <laughs> <laughs> 
I write it down so I don't forget it. <laughs> you won't forget it because you listen to this show now, you monster. Everyone should listen. <sighs> yeah, should I start listening to this show? This show? No. Uh, yeah, you should. That. So you remember great jokes like DJ Bit Burglar. I do. I genuinely get a huge thrill of delight from hearing Louisa say extremely good jokes that I don't remember making from previous episodes. <laughs> oh well, thank you. Well, it's mostly because like I can't enjoy something that I know I'm doing. If that mm-hmm. makes sense, like I know that I hate everything I do enough that it can't possibly be good. Yeah, yeah, that's why Matt's never jacked I off. It, I can enjoy it for real. Yeah, I feel the same way about you guys, because I'll listen, and then, like, right away after someone makes a comment, someone else will make a comment, and it's so good, but, like, oh, you thought of it so fast! It's <laughs> so yeah. amazing! Well, I also just- I also <laughs> do truncate silence in the editing to remove <laughs> yeah. any yeah, awkward no, but, silences. But even though it would happen before anyone else said anything else is amazing. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. Uh, uh, Matt said... My who- pretty good joke. <laughs> Well, give it to us again. I can barely hear you, Jeff. Okay. Uh, Matt, Matt was, Matt, go back and say again the thing about how you hate everything you do. Matt, we have to go back. Uh, I hate everything that I do. And that's why Matt's never jacked off. That was my good joke. I don't know that I get the joke, but I really don't don't like it. In the in the con in the context before when we weren't re-paraphrasing to make a different joke, which is that the joke is bad, it was yeah, pretty you just good. Say Cap Tom Phil Hanks again, please. <laughs> uh, no, I have to think of new ones. Oh, okay, <laughs> well, I can't, can't so retread old material. Unless you retreading old material. I was gonna do one for Toy Story, but that would just be Tom Hanksy, and that that just sounds like a cute nickname for Tom. Hanks. Well, yeah, you would have to emphasize it like Toy Story, so it would have to be Tom Hanksy. Not <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, that sounds like the the nicest uh, graffiti artist ever. <laughs> Tom yeah. Store Hanks. Nope. No, so uh, a good joke I wanted to say was from an old episode, very briefly. Uh, Matt said we we got um, the Punisher POV comic on our comics mm-hmm. page, and uh, Matt yeah. said, "Well, whose eyes would it be worse seeing out of than the Punisher in a comic book?" And Jeff immediately said, "Daredevil," <laughs> <laughs> and it was very, uh, very that- much. That is definitely so the best is joke that's ever been on the show. Podcast. This is the episode where we're trapped in a basement because someone didn't leave the door stop up, and now the door's locked, and then oh, we just yeah. reminisce about the good times we had. Mm-hmm. And Jeff has oh, to be man. all this chocolate tried to that f- conveyor belt before it breaks. That's right. Yeah, I feel like there's still a lag. Club. There yeah, it must be. There's definitely there's definitely lag because I and either that or I am doing the thing that I'm often want to do and talking over Jeff every time he speaks. Yeah, I can not hear yeah. Jeff very well, so it's no problem. Yep. Oh well, well I don't know how to fix okay. that. <laughs> okay, so air conditioning is excellent. And yeah. Jeff, what got you through the week? Uh, so today I went to a little mini <laughs> food festival in Brooklyn, oh. New York, on Breeze Ooh. Hill in Prospect Park in in lovely uh, Brooklyn. And it was called Schmorgasburg, which is a bad name. Um, I think it started in Williamsburg, which is why they call it that. And it happens um, from like March to October, three days a week, Friday, Saturday, and Sunday, each day in a different location. Uh, so this location was. Say that, can I just chime in and say that Schmorgasburg is a bad name for a food festival, but would be an excellent name for a town? <laughs> it's like Cloudy with a Chance of Meatballs. Yeah, that's where Cloudy with a Chance of Meatballs takes place for sure. Sure. Um, 
dumb. <laughs> anyway, I um I went here and it was like a little circle area, like a circle walking path, and around the edge of the path was maybe twenty little food carts, and there were so many I wanted to try, but the one I went to was a um huh, I don't know how to define this. It was like not a What was duck- it called? I can't remember the name of it. It was oh, no. it was not a duck themed restaurant. Like they didn't serve a lot of DuckTales. Duck. They served like stuff that had uh the other parts of duck that are like gourmet ingredients, like duck fat and foie gras. Um, on, like, fries and burgers. Hmm, okay. Okay. Interesting. So, I ordered, um, poutine that was made with duck gravy and, Mm. uh, had chunks of duck bacon on top, and it was Mm. incredible. Yeah, duck bacon is radical. Um, but then the ice cream I got was from a place that served, uh, all of their ice cream. Oh, I thought it was gonna be duck ice cream. I had duck ice cream once. No! No! Oh, gross. (laughs) No, I went to a Chinese restaurant and they had duck fat ice cream it was oh, just, like, fine. frozen flavored duck fat, and it was so good, you guys. <laughs> that sounds bad for you. Uh, I, oh, this... it's bad for me, for sure. <laughs> this this ice cream was instead um, frosted animal cracker flavored, topped with Italian meringue that was then hit with a blowtorch, so it was all browned. Oh. Did it, it taste was... like animal crackers? It tasted like... It had chunks of, like, frosted animal crackers in it, and it tasted like animal crackers, and it had huh. the, like, little uh, circle sprinkles that are so crunchy and nice, and then the meringue tasted like marshmallow, like a toasted marshmallow. It was really good. Now, while the guy was making it for you, did he put it in a freezer, and then an old lady came over and took it out of the freezer and put it on the counter, and then it melted, so he threw it in the trash bag, and then Paul Hollywood said that he had to go home in disgrace? What? (laughs) That was a real... I'm trying... I am trying not to sigh so much on this podcast, (laughs) but you're you're testing my patience here, Matt. (laughs) Well, that's my whole goal. this really is to, to make you exasperated. That was an extremely specific reference to a specific episode of Great British Bake Off where they made baked Alaska and that I, I said it knowing that probably the only person who would get it would be our fan Chris. So you're welcome Chris. <laughs> I feel Fair like enough. I've seen one with a baked Alaska that went very poorly. Yeah, they only did baked Alaska rem- one time. They, and it was the the infamous one where maybe a lady sabotaged somebody else by taking their ice cream out of the freezer, or maybe... Uh, yeah, it's unclear with the editing whether that actually happened or he just thought that happened. Yeah. So that's the end of that story. Uh, it's great. Yeah, but anyway, this, so food, this little... This, uh, I guess, sort of. This food place was, this whole little food festival was really great, um, and I'm definitely gonna go back at some point. Um, what for you are the, like, fair foods? What's your go-to fair food, Matt, first? Uh, I mean, I am much more of a savory than a sweet person at fairs, and I think- uh, Of course. If they have, if they have roast corn, Mexican street corn, anything like that, that's my go-to, mm. uh, with a second cheap tier of any kind of fried cheese. Wow, okay. <clears throat> what about you, Louisa? Uh, it has to be things that you can't make at home, because like those chocolate-covered berries, that's all well and good, and that's a nice thing to have, but you can make those better at home, because you'll use better ingredients. But any fried funnel cake, or fried Oreos, or fried cheese curds, or cotton candy, anything like that. Mm. Here's a weird thing. I can't get into funnel cake. A lot of what? people love it, and I I like pancakes, but I just cannot like funnel cake, and I don't know why. Weird. It's very weird. Do you like those little donuts they sometimes have floating around no, in oil? Not really. I mean, I like donuts, and I like real, <laughs> like, fried-in-oil in donuts, but I just... 
something about funnel cake that the texture and like it's just so greasy it greases mm. through your paper plate in <clears throat> like true. one second it yeah. just disturbs me i don't know yeah. i guess this wasn't quite like fair food like it wasn't uh, right. all that stuff but you know it's it's definitely eating outside season that's the that's the season we're in right now and i love that mm-hmm. so what's what but what's your go-to fair food then Jeff? yes oh boy there's been two street fairs right up the block since i moved here and uh i gotta say i really really like the arepas the little corn pancakes with the mozzarella cheese oh, in yeah. the middle yeah, yeah. god they're so heavy and dense <laughs> they might be the like greasiest food you can imagine um but they're <laughs> boy they're real good um and and I I got one of those and and a shish kebab last time I was up there and it was mm, pretty incredible. Good. Food, oh, I'm so yeah. hungry. Uh, yeah, Matt, what did you what what got you through the week? Um, so I'm gonna talk about something else, but I just want to really quickly throw out I've been trying to come up with a situation to talk about it for a while now, and like I don't want to go too deeply into it, but there is a mobile phone game called The Night of the Full Moon that is oh, extremely yeah. good. I played and this. I want to recommend recommend it to people. It's a it's a roguelike card deck building game where you play Little Red Riding Hood fighting through fairy tales. It's extremely good. I've been playing it a lot lately, and I want people to, to play it because it's great. Yeah, I, I beat that in like <laughs> one sitting and got all the stuff. I was I was impressed with it. Yeah, I played I played the the free version all the way through, and then it's three dollars to unlock everything. So I was like, okay, and I did. And then I've played uh, maybe a hundred matches, and I've almost finished. <laughs> unlocking all of the tiers of every class that can play as. Hmm. Maybe I'll go back and get the, the paid version at some point. Yeah, it's very, mm, very good. Pretty good. <clears throat> um, but what I do want to talk about is uh, on Friday of this week, the new uh, Amazon Prime series Good Omens came out. Mm-hmm. And I watched the whole yeah. thing in one day. Good Omens was my favorite book for most of my teen years. I must have read it 30 times, um, and I never thought that they'd actually succeed in making a TV series. And it's actually pretty good. I was very impressed with it. So Yeah, I'm kind of shocked that you say that you are, and I want to see it now. Yeah, it's it's a shame because I've watched a few adaptations of Terry Pratchett's stories into mm-hmm. the screen, yeah. and while they are often quite good, they also are often very cartoonish, mm-hmm. and I don't understand why. Like, I, I feel like people hear, oh, humor and fantasy, I guess that means everyone has to have, like, crazy colored hair, or whatever. Mm-hmm. And it, it's so bizarre, and in this one, like, even though I think that the acting is excellent and obviously the dialogue is good because it's all pretty much directly out of the book. Um, some of the costuming, I'm just like, why, like, the character of Beelzebub... So, for anyone who doesn't know, the story is about, uh, sort of all of the Catholic dogma prophecies of the end of the world coming true and a boy being the Antichrist on Earth and what happens as a result of that. I won't get into too many details because I highly recommend reading it and or watching it. But, um, there's a character in it, Beelzebub, the Lord of the Flies, who, uh, is playing well He's got that conch shell. <laughs> He's <laughs> yeah. got those glasses to start kill, fire. Yeah, yeah kill, kills that fat kid. Uh-huh. <laughs> anyway, um, uh, and so when you see her in hell, she has a, like a cloud of flies all around her, and it's like, cool, I get it, great. When she comes to Earth, she has a big, like, foam fly hat. Mm, don't like that. Mm. 
And why, I guess, is the question. <laughs> yeah. Like, otherwise, it's fine. But when you see that, you're just like, why Why are you doing this? You don't have to. Yeah, yeah, that's very weird. I feel like sometimes people get too literal about how things are in a book, and they don't go, you know what we should do for costumes? We should hire a really uh, creative costume designer and make them make let them do what they want to do that really reinterprets things in an interesting way. But they yeah. don't usually do that. Yeah, so the character of the demon in the book is played by David Tennant, famous Doctor Whom, mm-hmm. um, and he does a good job. He's actually extremely good in this as this character, which I did not expect. I thought he yeah, would ham it up in a bad way, but him. he hams <laughs> it up in the in a good way. What? Okay, I don't care for him. He's a very yeah. rat-like man. <laughs> yeah, he's pulling a lot of Barty Crouch faces. <laughs> yes. Yeah, and it works for this character who is kind of a snake man, and yeah, so it's perfect. Um, But he does have extremely dyed red hair. Uh Yeah, it's like a bad, very bad wig. (laughs) And it's interesting because there are several scenes throughout the the story where he is meeting in secret with people uh, on the streets of London. And as I was watching it, Jen walked through the room a few times, and she walked in on several of these scenes of these like clandestine meetings, and she's like, why isn't everyone on the street stopping and saying, hey, what's with that weird guy? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, what's what's with that guy with yellow snake eyes and big boots? (laughs) Yeah, exactly. That's a problem I always had with uh, Men in Black. Uh, The characters in that, they're supposed to be, like, wearing just plain black suits. We're, you know, uh, indistinguishable from the regular person on the street. That's how cool we are. But they look extremely good, and Mm. people on the street are wearing navy suits from Men's Warehouse. Like... (laughs) You'd immediately see someone who looks amazing and has a really sharply tailored black suit and be like, oh damn, look at this guy. Yeah. I mean, you do have to make allowances for the fact that movies have famous people in them and all famous people are really hot. Yeah, this new one is is taking it to a whole new level, though, because I feel like Tommy Lee Jones, I could, if if he weren't Tommy Lee Jones, I could be like, "Mm, yeah, that's an old man. But like... Uh, Chris Helmsworth and uh, what's Tessa Thompson. Thompson. Yeah, yeah like two of our handsomest gorgeous. ones that we have. <laughs> they are both so gorgeous and in their suits, extra gorgeous. How are they supposed to ever blend in with anyone? Yeah, fair. I'm so I'm amazed that they didn't have her say in the trailer the famous line from the first one. I make this look good, and I'm worried that maybe this catchphrase won't be in the movie. <laughs> I'm I'm surprised that she didn't say that famous catchphrase, I'm the captain of Men in Black now. (laughs) Yeah. Tom Hanks says, you got it. (laughs) That's his only appearance in the movie. (laughs) (laughs) No, she's pointing pointing at Rip Torn and being like, I'm the head of the Men in Black now. (laughs) You think Rip Torn will be in this one? Oh no, Rip Taylor's dead, never mind. I thought Rip Torn was also dead. I don't know. I don't think so. No, he's 88 years old. (laughs) Yeah, good Um, luck. Good luck, sir. (laughs) Yeah, please be in Men in Black International in a cameo role as Zed. If you die over the course of the next two weeks, we have no accountability for that whatsoever. It's not our fault. Yes, thank you. Um, So, back to your show, yes. 
Yes. So I watched the whole thing. It's only six episodes. Um, there's only one sort of sequence that is completely added whole cloth, like not at all from the book. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, and it was actually pretty good and in keeping with the tone of the rest of the series. So I really liked it. Um, all right. That's good. I yeah, never it, got into that book as much as you because I really don't like Neil Gaiman's writing. Yeah. I realized I, for a long time, I thought I liked Neil Gaiman's writing. And then I realized that what I liked was Neil Gaiman's ideas, and yeah. actually his writing is terrible. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I, um, it's a shame. Like, I, if people like him, I'm all for it, but his his writing is the way that, like, somebody in a, uh, like, intro to fiction writing class doesn't trust you to get the metaphors, so, like, mm-hmm. really hammers them home over the yes. course of a whole chapter every <laughs> single time. And I, once I realized that, I read through American Gods again, and I was like, this mm-hmm. is unreadable. Yeah, every... F- Fucking scene in Minnesota has to give you five paragraphs about how it's really cold in Minnesota before it gets to anything else. Honestly, that's probably the best part of the book. The thing that bothers me is when it's like, here's this guy. His name is Nancy. He moves like a spider. His hands are like spider's hands. He has yellow gloves and spider-like hands. He's like a spider? And I'm like, yeah, fucking, I get it. I get yeah, that, bo- that, on, book, that book is a series of like, hey, get it? Ever heard of Loki? Get it? His yeah. name is Loki. Get it? Hey, did you get it? Yep, definitely. Uh, I um, so I, I'm excited to see what uh what other uh British comedy novels that are dying for a new adaptation that Amazon will do next. Yeah, um, apparently Good Omens was extremely successful. It like hmm. uh, so many people binged it the first day, and it, it became the top trending topic on Twitter for a while, which is crazy. What I'm saying um, is, I really want them to do Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy. <laughs> Again? They've done it so many times! Yeah, I know, but they never got it right! (laughs) Well, they're not going to. (laughs) The thing about that, though, is they changed it every time, and until he died, to do with uh, Douglas Adams' vision. Like, he wanted it changed every time, so how can you really say there's a good version of it? He wrote wrote an introduction to one of the editions of Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy, where he explicitly stated, I don't ever want them to do a direct adaptation of what I've written (laughs) into another thing. I want them to change it every time to fit the format. And I think that's, no, that's fine. Yeah. Yeah. Pretty good. Um, I'm I wondering like the it, Martin Freeman one. Yeah. yeah I like that good. one. Fine. It has a lot of problems, but the like production design and casting is really good. I mean, I love the original books. They might be my favorite books. They yeah, also have a lot of problems. <laughs> But most yeah. of those problems are very funny, except for the fact that Douglas Adams didn't know about women until maybe the third book. Like, he just hadn't <laughs> heard about what women were. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, I, I'm wondering if the reason Good Omens mired so long in production hell was because they were, like, there was some weird thing where it was like, hey, uh, Terry, you have to be involved. And he was like... Mm. No, I don't want to. So it just like as soon as he died, they were able to fast track it. Well, apparently he hated know. working on the book. That's why they never wrote a sequel. Yeah. Um, he said that he loves Neil Gaiman and he never ever wanted to work with him on anything ever again. <laughs> that might have been <laughs> it then. Uh, Neil Gaiman actually show ran the adaptation and then said he would retire from show running. And then Brian Fuller <laughs> left American Gods, so that was a lie. And now I guess he's just a showrunner for adapting his own novels. <laughs> 
<laughs> that's fine. Yeah, that's Isn't fine. that what Stephen King does, kind of? I don't think Stephen King has done anything good in TV or movies except his part in mm, Creep Show. He did a lot of cocaine in TV and movies. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Exactly. Every screenplay he's ever written has been extremely, extremely bad. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's fair. I can agree with that. <laughs> Anyway, I also don't care um, for his books, but whatever. I uh, Stephen King was very important to me as a as a young person. I really enjoyed mm-hmm. uh, Carrie and The Green Mile and The Shining and like a couple others. Um, and then there were some big ones that I couldn't get through, like Hearts in Atlantis and Insomnia, where I got halfway through and was like, "I'm 13 and I don't know what this book is about." Um, yeah, <laughs> and I, I he has a first time. I was gonna say he he has a huge problem, much like. Uh, other very important to Jeff artist George Lucas in that he cannot differentiate between good ideas and bad ideas and comes up with equal amounts of both. <laughs> yep. I yeah. read the first quarter of The Stand maybe five times. Jesus. And it's so hard to get through. And the main character seems to be like an aging ex-rocker who's very up his own ass and loves doing drugs. And all I can do is think of Don Henley whenever I read that book, that Don <laughs> Henley is the main character in The Stand, and I can't get it out of my mind. <laughs> Does that hurt or help, though? Because <laughs> I feel like uh, that would help. I know it would help you. <laughs> I don't know, would it though? Because <laughs> Stephen King was like just so Don disturbing. Henley as a human, I, I oh, like as a, a person, he's Eagles, bad. Yeah, yeah. I like a lot of the Eagles songs, but Don Henley is a real asshole, and so, yeah, for like, sure. I don't want yeah. him to succeed. <laughs> I've been trying to get you look through at the audio book of The Stand, but it's forty-eight hours long. Jesus, <laughs> oh, that's crazy. I was gonna say, uh, if you guys ever noticed, what happened? Like a band where two or more people are, uh, they write songs and then sing them. And you really only like one of those people, but then you listen to their solo stuff and you don't like it, and you realize maybe it was the conflict with the person you didn't like in the band that made yeah, them good. That's, that's yeah. like every mm-hmm. 70s band that broke up. Yeah. They were all good <laughs> until they started ha- being happy. Paul like, oh, yeah, I really love the here. first three and a half minutes of. Love that first three and a half minutes of Edge of Seventeen, but boy, it never really quite captures that Fleetwood Mac magic. <laughs> yeah, that's fair. Whatever. But uh, this has happened to me with a bunch of different artists. So I'm like, oh, yeah. it was the the push and pull with this other person that made you good at things. Yeah, exactly. I'm trying so hard to figure out how to work in a reference to Journey of the Wizard, which was the <laughs> yeah. The Eagles song that was the theme song to Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy, which would really tie this all together, but yep. I cannot get there. You did, though. You've done it. Look around you. We're here. <laughs> I guess. Should we get into a random wiki now? Yeah. Yeah, I have one for us, and I'm right. pretty excited about it. You um, sound excited. <laughs> I'm gonna paste it into the chat. It's very hot in here. Um, it is. It <laughs> is take off all the. Your clothes. Jeff, put that song at the end of the episode. Yeah. Oh, no, Louise is editing this one. Um, <laughs> you, it, it's it's the wiki titled Phineas and Ferb Fanon. Okay. Um, oh. Yeah, it's not yeah, a show. Phineas and Jeff. Yep. Yep. That. It's not. Where are you? It, it's not Phineas and Ferb fan fiction wiki. It's Phineas and Ferb fanon, and I don't know in what way these are different. We already discussed this on a different one, didn't we? That this is yeah. the what fans, by consensus, maybe have decided is the truth about things that aren't covered in the show. 
Yeah, that's generally what Thanon means, but I like yeah. I don't know if this one I feel like this one probably covers a lot of uh fan fiction as well, because there is not one that is Phineas and Ferb fan fiction. In huh. fact, it doesn't even seem like there's one for Phineas and Ferb, unless it just <laughs> is way less popular than this one or has a name that doesn't start with PH. Now um, before we get into this, I need to ask hmm. the question Have any of us ever watched even one second of Phineas and Ferb. No. Never intentionally. I've watched, like, clips of it in other things, in, like, YouTube videos. I can tell you that I have played the Disney mobile game Where's My Perry? I think Perry the Platypus is from this show? Yes, he is. Okay, so I... Did you play this game? Yeah, so you're a Phineas Phineas and Ferb expert, then. (laughs) I guess so. So, the game Where's My Water, which is a uh, Disney, like, original idea, is such a good game. And then I played all the levels of that, and then they had this one that was basically the same game, but a knockoff of uh, Phineas and Ferb. And I was like, yeah, I guess I'll play that. Who cares? So, there's that. Well, counterpoint, you only have a limited number of minutes in your life, and you spent some of them playing a Phineas and Ferb game. Yeah, it was worth it! (laughs) (laughs) Okay, fair enough. I did look up... um, I did look up Naruto uh, first thing oh, as God. soon as I visited it. He's not here. <laughs> oh, what? Okay. Oh, no. Um, weirdly. Well, we need to add him. Can we add new pages to this? <laughs> I guess. All right. Uh, Louisa, uh, tell so, us what it's about. Yeah, my background, which I think is specific to this page, but it's, it's hard to tell. You tell me if you see the same thing. It is blue with navy, uh, scratchy, sketchy triangles on it. Yeah, I have that. Yes. Is that There's, something to do with the show? They're shaped I like the one kid's head. I think that's the background on the title card for the show Phineas and Ferb. Okay, that's probably true. Um, Phineas and Ferb Fanon. They wrote the word Fanon in that Disney font that we've talked about before. Uh, So this is a Disney property then? Yes, it's a Disney Channel uh, original series. God, I'm I'm going into the Fanon Works section and I just scroll down to crossovers because that's where all the meat's going to be. Oh, Jesus Christ. Uh, (laughs) Including titles such as Adventure Time with Phineas and Ferb. Okay. Regular Ferb, which is a crossover with regular show. And... Chomp on this one for a second. Angry Birds, Timon, and Pumbaa to the rescue. Oh no. That page is blank. (laughs) Oh, I see. It was, it was deleted. Okay. No content, just taking up space. Wait, 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 wait. Yeah. You're telling me that the article about this crossover on the Phineas and Ferb fandom doesn't have Phineas and Ferb in the title anywhere? Uh, no, they appear in it. Okay, I found the actual article, and this is someone's imaginary crossover between Angry Birds, Timon and Pumbaa, and Phineas and Ferb. Oh my god. Now, you cannot cross over with Timon and Pumbaa because they are not their own property. It has to be a Lion King crossover, no, right? No, they, yeah. they, I think that there was a, a Disney Channel series that was just Timon and Pumbaa. How can you cross over with the plot of Angry Birds when the plot was specifically written to not have a language? And it was just the birds uh, want their eggs back from the pigs. We said they there was a whole movie. Yeah. No, no, I will not accept that. And those are no, not, not canon for you. Right. <laughs> they absolutely are. Uh, 
Jeff, so, also, all not, the birds... Jeff, you said you couldn't find the Phineas and Ferb wiki, the official one for the actual show. If you scroll down on the homepage, there's a link that says, for factual information, visit the Phineas and Ferb wiki. I, I didn't look it. there, I was looking in our, in our wiki document. But I will say, holy shit, I will say, it has one quarter as many pages as the Fanon wiki. Let me tell <laughs> that, you about this That must be wiki. why. I'm dying. Okay. Go ahead. <laughs> Free yourself. So, there is no paragraph at the top to tell you about it. It has instead a slideshow, so you will see pictures of characters, and you will see such information as visit our blogs, feel free to search our blogs, and comment on it. Create something fanon. Keep creating fanon articles, characters, and pictures. Feel free to create something. Enjoy the wiki. To all users, please enjoy this wiki and have fun with them. Rules are rules. Please read our policies and rules before creating your articles, characters, and pictures. That is it. There is an intro paragraph in the sidebar there. Um, that it's a wiki about Phineas and Ferb fanfiction that anyone can edit? Yes. And we're currently building communities in the following languages. Spanish and I think Polish. Is that what PL would be? Uh, I know that if you click on it, it takes you to a thing called Fenowska Fenaz e Ferb Wiki, which is sounds great. Polish. I'm, I'm maybe say huh? that that's Polish. Yeah, is there a flag white and red? I don't know what any flags look like. I mean, I recognize yes, that's Spanish the flag. Polish flag. Okay, good. Oh, I... guys, guys, the Polish Phineas and Phineas and Ferb <laughs> Wiki is great. <laughs> no, don't go over there. We can't I'm discuss that. <laughs> no, no. <laughs> He's gone. Uh. So the ads I'm getting on this page, personally for me, are a pizza ad for a local pizza place, which I, I go to there fairly often, so that totally makes sense. And the other ad I'm getting is Expect the Unexpected to Visit Cleveland. Why are you telling us about uh. the ads you're getting on this Why page? do you think they would tell me to visit Cleveland? I've never clicked on anything to do with Cleveland. Uh, guys, the Polish page of this has a section called Fanficky, <laughs> and that's extremely good. And how how is that not the term for this. <laughs> Let me turn yeah, that right back around fanfic. on you, buddy. Let fanfic-y. me point that mirror at you and ask you why you are telling us about Polish Phineas and I'm, Ferb. I'm bringing you <laughs> gifts from the Polish Phineas and Ferb fandom wiki. <laughs> Yeah. You are you are sn- <laughs> sticking up your nose at them. I yeah. cannot say those words together. <laughs> that stumbling over them every time. That's the new tongue twister. <laughs> I'm. I found. Uh, I uh, what I'm gonna assume is the most popular fan fiction character on the wiki. Um, okay. Uh-huh. Are you gonna tease it's, it or are you gonna just tell us about it? I was reading through um, one of these. I think it was the Adventure Time one, which was laid out like a script written by a 15 year old, which makes sense. And they mentioned a character named Goldfish Dark Skull, and I'm like, that's probably not a real one. And yeah. sure enough, it's the top one in the section under characters, fanon characters. Yeah, I saw uh, that too. Yeah, seems to be a character that user Agent Goldfish created to um, hmm. be uh, be for free use in your fanon oh. stories. Here's something I know, courtesy of this game. Uh, the animals in it are like dumb little animals, like real, but then they have their own adventures where they're secret agents also, like when people I th- aren't watching. I think there was a time where the um, actual secret agent nature of the platypus was like, maybe it's not real, and that's just what the kids imagine their platypus does uh, in his okay. free time. And then I think it just, because the show went on long enough, became like... Yeah, he's really super, uh, super intelligent, super spy. 
Cool. Like when Kang and Kodos showed up on a regular episode of The Simpsons once. Yeah, that was bullshit, is what that was. It was like two years ago. It's recent. I hate it. (laughs) Guys, can I just say how grateful I am that I didn't get to make the joke I was about to make because I read the rest of this Goldfish Dark Skull page and found out that it's a 13-year-old boy and I was going to make a pretty lewd joke about Jeff (laughs) saying that he was for free use. (laughs) Oh, Jesus Christ. You didn't need to explain all that. You could have kept all that in your head. (laughs) Yeah, that could have been just for you, bud. Listen, I'm just saying that, like, free use is a genre of pornography, and when you use that phrase, I think that's what you're talking about every time. (laughs) I absolutely 100% already had that thought and moved past it, Matt. You had to pull me back. You had to pull me back. I'm here to pick up all the garbage that you throw on the floor, Jeff. <laughs> okay, uh, anyway. I'm look. I I got a random page. Do we have anything else before we move on to the wait, random wait, wait, pages? Wait, 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 wait! wait, wait. Yeah. I want to talk more about this goldfish dark soul. Yeah, all tell right. me. Let's let's talk about. So them. a lot of these pages have hand drawn pictures of the characters mm-hmm. that are very clearly drawn by somebody with a limited understanding of things like perspective or mm-hmm. good. <laughs> yes, agreed. And that's fine. This is obviously a wiki for children about a children's show, so Mm -hmm. that's fine. But, like, Goldfish Dark Skull is a very broadly smiling 13-year-old boy with a t-shirt with fish on it. Hey, you can't name your character Dark Skull and then just have that not be a thing. Like, not be relevant to your character. Where is is that? Why is that not part of it? Uh, I'll copy it. Oh, no, I just, I gave you directions for how to get to it instead. Mm -hmm. Like That's a reasonable person. <laughs> I can't uh, his family, that. his family's name, uh, oh, yeah. his sister and his cousin are named Saltine Darkskull and Ritz Darkskull, so they're all named after crackers. <laughs> Yeah, see, I feel like this is a a situation where people need to be able to edit their ideas so that, like, you can't have your character have this many things in their backstory, I think. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, it's birthday September 26th, so that is Goldfish Dark Skull Day. Let's all remember. Let's all remember to celebrate this year. Goldfish (laughs) is one of the few humans who knows Perry's a secret agent and sometimes teams up with him. Oh, man. Yeah. Mm -hmm. This is good and important. (laughs) Well, I know that Goldfish dislikes Irving and vice versa. Who's Irving, you ask? That's not important. (laughs) There's a list of the 21 top fans of Goldfish Dark Skull. Oh, shit. (laughs) Number one is Emily. Number two is Goldfish Fan 512. Ooh, nice. Wow, wow. It Um, specifies add yourself in order of fandom. Why didn't Goldfish Fan 512... Add themselves as number one. Well, if you've ever talked to Emily, like, you know. <laughs> you would know. Yeah, you she's know into I mean? it. <laughs> this is Jesus. all a bunch of bullshit. Yeah, I hate this. Yeah, uh, I... Yeah. Well, okay, can we all, can yeah. we all um, like, acknowledge now that these are creative works by children, and right. they are not great because of that, but it's good that children are doing things creatively. Yeah, we've covered this disclaimer before, yes, agreed. Yes, but I feel like every time we're about to, like, <laughs> nuclear dunk on a bunch of 12-year-olds, I need to bring it back up. That is totally fair, yes, agreed. <laughs> um, so I was 
was scrolling down to the the like fan feed of top or recent pages, and one of them has a title. And before I read the title, please know it's a trick is to fool you so that you click on it because you're a bad person, and then you get tricked into reading a completely normal article. Uh, the title of the page was Rule Thirty Four. Oh um, yeah. But then you click on it, and it's just about someone's fictional season thirty-four of the show. Um, and How they many seasons did the real show have? That's a good question that I'm sure I could answer if you gave me like fifteen <laughs> seconds. <laughs> I do like the idea of if there were only, like, 11 seasons of the show, and then you just write season 34, (laughs) and it's like, a lot of shit happened in the middle there that we don't know about, but now Phineas and Ferb are ghost hunters. Now, you tell me, isn't that how they write comic books nowadays? Uh (laughs) Uh-huh. So it ran for eight years in four seasons and had 222 episodes, so I don't know what's going on. (laughs) Guys, do you think it's possible that the television series Supernatural is just a sequel to Phineas and Ferb? Sure, why not? Yeah, it's, like it's a sequel. Anymore. It's a sequel that started two years before Phineas and Ferb. Yeah, season 34 of Phineas and Ferb was uh, Supernatural season one. Yep, perfect. God, oh boy. I don't know anything about Supernatural either, so. No, me neither. good. We're all, we're all Now, great. did you give your uh, random article yet, Jeff? Uh, yes. I, well, I didn't give it yet, but what oh. I, I got was uh, an article titled, Summer Can't Last Forever, and it uh-huh. is in a series called Phineas and Ferb Everything Changes, uh, coming, oh, no. sometime this, coming sometime this summer. The first story is about the last day of summer. How will Phineas and Ferb react to this? How will they spend the day? In parentheses. Will they struggle? Three question marks. Could you imagine what it would be like for Phineas and Ferb to have their last day of summer? Uh, I think... And then six question marks after that one. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, I know I've been postponing a lot lot of my stories, but that's because of school, and I'm starting to get busy even when summer's coming. The other reason is because I'm trying to finish writing Protected in Time. Oh man, this is like an email you get from someone who you gave money to for a Kickstarter. (laughs) They're like, yeah. I'm sorry, I've been really busy with school. Please hold on, I'm gonna is get that, you that coffee mug that I intended to make. Is it finished writing we, protected in time? Yeah, I think okay. I think it might be protected. The story is called protected, and they want to finish, it, finish in it in time. They but, don't want to finish mm-hmm. writing something called protected in time. I that it's would fine. be much better, though, <laughs> I think. Yeah. Oh, Can we get a link? Can we get a linko on this? Oh, one? I th- yeah, I linked it. Mm, oh, I see. Okay, here we go. So oh, is I Phineas like, and Ferb, does it all take place during the same summer vacation? Is that what this story is implying? <laughs> so then maybe season 34 would be when they have a Groundhog Day-esque realization that they are trapped <laughs> yeah. uh, in a perpetually looped summer and they will never escape. Yeah, they never age. <sighs> yeah, oh, terrible. Um, I do like that the banners at the top of the page give us a glimpse into the inner workings of the Phineas and Ferb fan and wiki. There is a, uh, a banner that says, we're waiting on some parts. This article is under construction it may cut off at one point mm-hmm. and then it says this page is on temporary hiatus and then it has like three sentences about reasons why somebody might stop editing a fandom <laughs> wiki like yeah dog <laughs> I get it 
Yeah. Love it. Uh, uh, a lot of this is very like, look, I know I promised that I was going to write more of this, but I'm having a really hard time right now. And it's like, does, honestly, does anybody care? Does well, anyone care if you finish is, your story? This is something that I do actually find to be very charming about fan fiction communities online, mm-hmm. is that almost every fan fiction thing that I've ever read online at some point just stops and then the person writing it apologizes a lot to everyone. <laughs> yep. As yep. if, like, it seems like the people who write fandom, fan fiction, who are mostly children, understand, like, responsibilities, but don't understand that in order for there to be a responsibility, there has to be somebody on the other side, like, yeah. wanting the thing. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, boy. It, it's fine. You don't have to be so upset that you never finished your Phineas and Ferb fan fiction. Like, but it's fine. On the other hand, the guilt of not finishing something is basically the only thing that ever gets me to finish literally anything in my entire <laughs> life. Yeah, it's it's weird how it's simultaneously freeing and demotivational <laughs> to be like, no one cares e- about anything I've ever done. Yeah. I, I'm really, um, I'm really wondering if this wiki stopped being used, like, long before Phineas and Ferb was over. Because this story, like, summer ending, tomorrow's the first day of school, is is the last episode of Phineas and Ferb. <laughs> I just wanted to see, I'm like, does this all take place in one summer? It does, and the last episode is called The Last Day of Summer. I think okay. we should read this like a radio play, and you guys are actors, so I 100%. think I should be, be, like, stage directions and stuff. Okay. Alright, uh, I got it. Jeff, Jeff, you be A, and I'll be B. I'll be... Wait, is it divided into A and B? <laughs> it's not No, but listed. A will be the first line of dialogue, okay. and then I will read the alternating... You know how dialogue works, right? Right. <laughs> it takes place... It, it's written in first person, which is yeah. weird. <laughs> yeah, wait, who's the I? Hold on. I think the I, I guess is Ferb, it's Phineas. And then Phineas is on the phone, okay? okay. <laughs> you got okay. it? Okay. Okay. <clears throat> I hung up and got dressed. As I slipped on my shirt, I looked at the calendar. September 1st. It's September already? Suddenly, the phone rang. Ferb, where are you? I'm getting stuff for today. Do you know what today is? I thought he was joking. It's Tuesday. Why? Have you looked at the calendar? Of course. Don't I always? Well, obviously you didn't look at tomorrow either, or look closer on today's date. I felt stupid. He knew something I didn't. Was it his birthday? No, that's in December. I looked at tomorrow's. There, in big print, was first day of middle school. School starts tomorrow! (laughs) Yes, and since it's the last day of summer, I thought we would spend it doing something amazing. I'll be home soon. He hung up. Bald Harold. I fell in my bed. It's over. It's over. Oh, it's I can't you. I believe summer ends today and we have hardly done anything. Oh, I thought we were going to Greek chorus. I don't know which character is speaking when, if I'm being honest. Oh, I thought this was delightful. Notes, I enjoyed Matt's editorializing on the word tomorrow. That was very good. <laughs> it has three question marks, Louisa. Yeah, and it's all in caps. I enjoy your editorializing to say that we are going to do heroin. <laughs> well, it is amazing. Yeah, these are children, Matt. <laughs> Uh, okay. Excellent, excellent work. Thank you, thank you. Um, if anyone wants to hire Jeff or I for voice acting work or Louisa for stage managing, <laughs> uh, get in touch with the show and we will we'll set that up. Yeah, we're not. Actually, that's very not a joke. We both have done some voice acting. <laughs> it's pretty fun. Yeah, I would I would absolutely take a voice acting job as long as it was like you know not too time consuming. 
or over the summer when I'm not working. Yeah, and Jeff is an expert at uh, dialogue work, so he can do any accent. Jeff, give us a slice of that now, please. What accent do you want to hear? Oh, I'm going to say Russian. Okay. Arr, I'm from Russia. It's <laughs> perfect. That was very good. How okay, about good. Mario from Super Mario Brothers? Oh, arr, it's a me, Mario. <laughs> okay, now, could you do a Russian Mario telling Tom Hanks who is now captain? Hey, look at me. I'm the captain now. Okay, you got it, Chief. Excellent. I didn't want to do a pirate accent for those Somali pirates that we were doing a joke about. Yeah, uh, that was the joke I was making. That is definitely the least offensive possible accent you could do as a white person, I think, though. Yeah, that's true. Yes, that's fair. Uh, oh, boy. So, I got my random page. No, we're moving on. I don't know what you're about to say. I can't stop thinking about if that uh, uh, that scene, which I've, the, is the only clip I've seen from the movie. <laughs> Same. After the clip ends, Tom Hanks just goes, okie doke. <laughs> you got keys. it, Chief. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> he salutes him. He's like, sure thing, Captain. <laughs> Whatever you say, Chief. <laughs> okay, anyway. Oof, uh, I yikes, you're the Captain. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Ooh, big mood. Uh, I got a random page. Hold on. Was it the Goldfish Dark Skull not your random page? <laughs> no, it was not. No, that is a what very popular fuck? character on the show, so... Oh, Jesus. I got a new beginning for everyone. Um, the, this is the new beginning, spelled wrong, uh, movie script for everyone, so feel free to do this and not feel guilty. Oh, thank God. Finally. <laughs> All right. Wow. Matt, I, you need to start yeah. pronouncing it correctly. New beginning. Oh, okay. <laughs> That makes more sense. I mean, that might be intentional, because they do it every time. <laughs> Jesus. Um, holy hell. This is maybe 30 pages wow. of, like, completely unbroken up just text. Wow. Wow, wow. it's way longer <laughs> than I thought. Yeah, so oh, let's we're not, not going to read that. the whole thing. <laughs> no, no. 24-year-old Phineas- wait, what? <laughs> <laughs> I found a checklist, a timeline of events of uh, the separate marriages of Phineas and Ferb to their girlfriends. Oh, no. Fuck. This this this. story, I was making a joke about reading it, but it tripped me up in three words. (laughs) (laughs) Ah, Christ. Why is this a story about adult Phineas and Ferb in adult situations? I don't like this. (laughs) That's the best genre of story, and by best, I mean main one. Because yes. when you're, like, 19 and you are watching a children's show, you're like, mm, this isn't horny enough. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that is fair. I know what you mean there. But my favorite thing about this is that the uh, title of this section is called Section Heading, because they forgot to put in a new title. <laughs> Don't I, That is very good. I love also, it. Also, I like that they are asking me if I would like to add an image to this page, mm-hmm. and I kind of want to put that Michael Jordan meme that says, stop, get help. <laughs> That is too mean. If you can I think know. of something else, I it's think you should mean add enough. It. <laughs> it's either too mean or not mean enough. <laughs> either way, it's not the right thing for this page, so that's fine. <clears throat> this is uh, blowing my mind. I want to read the whole thing, and I absolutely don't want to read the whole thing at the same well, time. Well, Louisa, we've been looking for a homework project for you. <sighs> Shit. <laughs> no, we haven't. <laughs> haven't I've, we? I've been avoiding homework projects, thank you. What was Jeff's homework project again? Don't remember. Uh, to watch Cassandra 2035, <laughs> or whatever. That cannot be. Cleopatra 2027? 2025. Yep. I've yeah. already watched almost one full episode, so you cannot <laughs> lap me on this. <laughs> 
my my homework was to play three hours of Slime Rancher on Xbox today, and I did it. I I did it beautifully. I think it was something. Weren't you supposed to become a guild leader on that pirates uh, wiki or that pirate MMORPG or something? Uh, no, no. I'm I'm pretty sure it was the Slime Rancher thing I said before. Actually, I think it might have been that you needed to start playing Wack Fu. Oh, yeah. I, right. I was supposed to start playing Dofus or Wack Fu, both of yeah. which are the worst named things we've covered by far. And we didn't That's even true. cover Wack Fu. I still think that Louisa should have to write an epic poem in Klingon. Uh, absolutely not. I won't do that. There's nothing about that I would enjoy. Thank you. Do you guys see what that about- I put the description and tweet for that episode in Klingon? Do you think everyone yes, was I confused or mad? That was, that was very good. Okay, Louisa. All right, well. All right. Uh, I might insist that we read again, because this is also a short play. <laughs> but the page that I got is My Little Candace. Candace gets turned into a My Little Pony doll after buying one from a store. Okay. Um, now, it's important to remember, as I didn't when I first clicked on this page, that this is not a real episode, because the next part is songs. None. Not counting the fact that the My Little Pony theme plays as an instrumental when Candace is being transformed, and is actually slightly audible as being the song, not just the instrumental. This is not a real episode. <laughs> Again, uh, I would like to remind you. Is, th- is this? Uh, sorry, I uh, I have. Mm-hmm? I'm seeing. I'm seeing the. Sorry, I'm seeing the link now. I was very confused that we had moved away from a new beginning for everyone. <laughs> Um, but no, okay. Yeah, this show, I when I looked it up on Wikipedia, is classified as a musical, uh, so I guess there are regularly yeah. songs on the real one. Yes, but they felt it important to point out that there weren't any songs in this episode, except for an <sighs> instrumental of My Little Pony. I'm, in my heart of hearts, so happy at the next paragraph of yeah. this page. <laughs> it's quite I remarkable. Feel little, I feel a little weird <laughs> about it, to be honest. We are in the middle of Pride Month. I, I, will, I will take the heat on this one because our audience needs this. Okay, so, <laughs> trivia. I don't this know why is this tr- is trivia. Also. Yeah, this is the <laughs> trivia section. <clears throat> author's, author's note. Before you ask, no, I am not gay. I just happen to like the Friendship is Magic rendition of the My Little Pony franchise, despite only seeing 4 minutes 29 seconds of episode 1. Besides, real men aren't afraid to watch a show that people deem girly. Hannah Montana, My Little Pony, Kim Possible, Totally Spies. Is Totally <sighs> Spies a show, or is this person saying that Kim Possible is Totally Spies? It's, it's French anime. <laughs> um, oh. I feel like I've been hit in the chest with a sledgehammer. <laughs> Awesome. I missed I missed the part where he only watched four and a half minutes of My Little Pony Friendship This <laughs> match. has to be a joke. Here's the thing. I think this might be a joke. I, mean, I it's impossible to tell. Yeah, because if you if this wasn't a joke, if somebody were saying like I'm not gay just because I like My Little Pony, which is like a crazy thing to need to put in your fan fiction anyway, but you wouldn't say. By the way, I've only watched four minutes and twenty nine seconds of it. That is that is the thing that must be a joke, right? No, I think they're, they're so afraid that you're going to think that they are gay that they need to point out they've only seen four minutes and twenty nine seconds. Uh, yeah, this um the every. Everyone knows you'll become gay if you watch 4 minutes 30 seconds. <laughs> and it has to be episode 5. That's the tipping point. Uh, it's like the ring. <laughs> yeah, exactly. You get a phone call from oh, no. Pinkie Pie in a week, no. and she says you're gonna die. Is Pinkie Pie one of them? 
no. <laughs> yes, uh, Pinkie Pie as well. Okay, thank you. I feel like that this page is written by a user named P and I forever. Um, uh-huh. And I was like, oh, well, I guess this person has some kind of romance in their life, and that's very sweet. Like, I, well, I am genuinely touched by the tween uh, usernames being related to their, like, three-week-long relationships. I think that's very cute. Mm-hmm. Um, but then I realized that in the fanon, Phineas ends up marrying Isabella. Mm-hmm. So I guess All this right. is saying that this person is very dedicated to the relationship between Phineas and Isabella. Okay, good. So yeah. here, here's here's <laughs> what... Uh, there's a script in this one, and I feel like we should close out with another dramatic reading. That's what I said! I said that! Okay. <laughs> All right, very you're very long. Are, is it going to be funny? No. I think that it'll be extremely funny. Um, I will play the role of Phineas. Matt, you can play Nightmare Moon. And Louisa, you can play Candace. And then Matt, you can also play Hold the on. cashier at no, the beginning. No, I don't think that's a good idea. I, I think why not? Candace becomes Nightmare Moon, right? Really? I don't know if Phineas becomes Nightmare Moon. I feel like I'm being typecast here, you guys. Uh-huh. I, I, am, I am a Nightmare Moon in real life. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I will play Phineas and... And Nightmare Moon. Hold on. Here's what's going to happen. I will read all of the nouns. <laughs> Louisa, you do just adjectives. Jeff all right, Burks. here we go. All right, I'm ready. Read the punctuation. And also the, the uh, articles. <laughs> I, right. hold on, who, hold on, who is talking to anyone at any given time? Candace talks to different people all the way through, so Candace needs to be one person. Yeah, that's Louisa, obviously. Uh, Nightmare Moon is not Phineas, that's a different man, it's a haunted doll that she runs into. A haunted female doll, please? <laughs> Sisters are doing it for themselves? <laughs> okay, I feel like I could really do a pretty good Nightmare Moon voice. I'm gonna say, I, I'm gonna lay down my chips on being Nightmare Moon. Okay, you're gonna be Nightmare Moon, the evil unicorn queen. You got it. Okay. Who's gonna be everyone else? I'll yeah. yeah, I'll be Phineas and Cashier okay. and Stage Directions. <laughs> okay. The scene starts off with Candace at the store. At sorry, take it again. Go <laughs> yeah, back. Let's restart. Uh, everyone. Right. Take it back to one, everyone. Reset. Take five. Go to craft <laughs> services. Guess somebody get me a muffin. I'm tired. Uh, the scene starts off with Candace at a store. Am I yes. cashier also? Oh, yes! damn it. All right, okay, here we go. Start over. Uh, all right. It, imagine, if you will, Asshole. a store. I, just, I was taking the opportunity to take a drink of water because I didn't have a line for a while. <laughs> Uh, I love this. This is very good. Let's go. (laughs) Imagine, if you will, a store. Meet Candace. Mm -hmm. She's about to enter a world of unimaginable terror known as the Twilight Zone. Uh, Okay, the scene starts off with Candace at a store. So let me get this straight. You want to buy a My Little Pony doll? Yes. Yes, I do. All right. That'll be 15 bucks. Um, okay, sure. Candace gives the cashier the $15 and walks out of the store, not noticing the eyes on the supposed doll glowing red. She opens the door to her house and sees Phineas watching TV. (laughs) What you watching? Am I Phineas too? (laughs) Jesus Christ. Damn it, damn. Give me my cue again. I didn't know this was such a big part when I signed the contract. (laughs) Alright. What you watching? Team Improbable. Wow, that show's still on? Hold on, I need a different read for Phineas. I really like the character I had for Cashier. I need Have something you better. Making him okay. a Russian pirate. <laughs> Alright, yeah, okay. <clears throat> I I got one. Here we go. 
<laughs> Do you want me give to? Me my, give me, yeah, you gotta cue me in. What you watching? Team Improbable. <laughs> Much better. Wow, that show's still on. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Candace, are you aware your little pony doll has glowing red eyes? Huh, I didn't notice that. I wonder what- Candace gets hit with a bright flash and slowly begins to transform into a little pony. What the- what just happened? Why do I have hooves? Shiver me timbers, ye just became Twilight Sparkle. Who? The main character of My Little Pony, Friendship is Magic. Izzy made me watch it. Weird, though. You still have your orange hair, and your skin is a darker shade of purple. Why? Why did this happen, or why do I do whatever Izzy wants? Both. Well, I don't know why this happened, but and I do whatever Izzy wants me to do, because I love her. She's just so... Fluffy, you know? Uh, yeah, yeah, whatever. Ah, uh, so what you're gonna do now? Try to fix this, of course. Well, good luck to ye. Campus leaves the house and starts walking through Danville. She stops in Danville Park, where she sees the so-called doll, who turns out to be Nightmare Moon. You! You did this to me! Why? And who are you, anyway? <laughs> Nightmare Moon chuckles. <laughs> Darkness falls across the land. The midnight hour is close at hand. Is this Creatures crawl in search of blood to terrorize y'all's neighborhood. <clears throat> oh, I'm sorry. I, I kind of did my own spin on the character. Okay. All right. Okay. All right. Uh, no, sorry. <clears throat> I am. Who are you? I am. Who are you? I am. Who are you? Nightmare Moon size. You done? Yeah. As I was saying. Who I am! <laughs> now I'm done. I am Nightmare Moon, the evil unicorn queen. Uh, you're not the unicorn queen. Your sister is. Silence! Candace's sil- Oh boy. Candace silences and listens to Nightmare Moon state she wants revenge on Celestia and her unicorns, including Twilight Sparkle. No dialogue needed. <laughs> Well, they're not here. Oh no? Uh, then why do I see Twilight right in front of me? Because you turned me into her! Nightmare Moon charges at Candace. Just then a giant horn comes out of Candace's head and shoots a blast at Nightmare Moon, sending her back inside the doll. The end. For now! <laughs> Hooray! Okay, some notes. <laughs> yeah, some right. notes. Okay. Um, I'm a little bit... <laughs> It's very odd to me that the <laughs> author of this is defensive about being seen as gay in the intro, and then the characters in the script are also yeah. fairly defensive about uh, My Little Pony being gay. Yeah, Phineas yeah. is like, I don't watch it because I want to. Like, I, I've, I've, she made me. Like, uh, I'm okay. also, small note, concerned that he says he does whatever Isabella tells him because she's so fluffy. Is she an animal of some kind? Um, I'm gonna look that up right now, but... Because in that other story where they get married, I'm suddenly very disturbed if she's an animal. She's she's a human, it looks like. Maybe she turns into animals sometimes? Doesn't look like it. Mm, No, she's a human. I should have done the entire monologue from Thriller. Yes! (laughs) Yes. I was thinking about doing it, and I didn't want to be the one who derailed us completely. (laughs) Well, we know for Uh, next time. (laughs) When we polish this up. Yeah, that was extremely, that was very good. I gotta, I gotta be honest, I kinda like that who are you gag, that was, that was kinda funny. <laughs> yeah, that wasn't terrible. Although I feel like 
there's a good chance that was lifted directly from the show. I could see something yeah. like that being in the show. Yeah, or just the joke stolen from something else, too. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like the who. Yeah. So anyway. <laughs> uh, it was so hard not like to laugh. That. You guys liked that joke and you were trying to not like it. But I knew. I knew. I, um... I think that this is a new path for us, is, um, mm-hmm. radio show style readings of... Yeah, I love it. Fan fiction scripts. Yeah, I mean, you know, it's not good for us, and also not good for our audience, so it's very much in our wheelhouse. <laughs> yeah, it's perfect. Speaking of good radio plays, Jeff, do you think you will ever write any more Frank Ecto, your radio play? I have one uh, recorded, but not edited, Ooh. I believe, uh, entitled The Haunting of Poltergeist Jones, um, and I have to write a new one after that, but it's down on my list, because my current project is making a car game with my friend Leah. That's pretty cool. And by current project, I mean a project I will work on after the school year is over, and I have a lot of free time. When does your school year end? June 26th. Damn, that's like, oh fuck, that's right, I remember now that you have to end your school year immediately, we all are going to Emma's wedding, but you're involved yep. in it, so you have responsibilities, and then immediately you're going to warp tour. Yep. <laughs> like hip replacement surgery. Right? Oh shit! I will probably, I have, I'm Tuesday is my consultation about the hip replacement. I'm probably going to push it back to be after um, when I have a friend visiting from out of town. So it'll probably be like mid-July rather than immediately after Good. Warped Tour. <laughs> Good. Yeah, uh, I, it'll, really it would be... I wanted you to go to Warped Tour and have and immediately get I'm my hip like replaced. says I'm having my hip replaced tomorrow. <laughs> Jesus. I was already too old when I went to Warp Tour for the first time ten years ago. Yes. Uh, we're God. All, we've all always been too old for Warp Tour. <laughs> I was, uh, the, the, like, flash in the pan, um, dance music band 303 played at Warped Tour in 2009 when I went. Mm-hmm. And they, a- after they came out, it was, like, right before they had a song with Kesher or something that hit really big. Um, and they came out and they, the audience was packed, like, shoulder to shoulder, and they said, Warp Tour's 15 this year, who else out there is 15? And everyone replied in the positive. <laughs> and then when, when the crowd started, Wait, Jeff, I did, did not. Did you feel peer pressure to say you were 15 also? <laughs> <laughs> I did not. Uh, I was 21 years old at the time, maybe 20, which is, you know, young compared to now. It it feels like a baby went to that concert. Mm -hmm. Um, And then when the crowd started moving, everyone fell over and we were packed so tightly that the entire crowd fell over all at once. Oh, shit. (laughs) It was very funny. uh, Knowing how dominoes work, that means some people got extremely injured? Uh, No, nobody got hurt because teenagers are invincible. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> Knowing how Domino's worked, that means that some people got some extremely shitty pizza. Yep. Yeah, everyone paid five dollars and got their got their own medium one topping pizza. <laughs> uh, okay. Anyway, uh, I hope you guys liked the show. If you did, please <laughs> review us on iTunes. And uh, if you want to get in touch with us, you can find us on Twitter at half the net pod. You can email us uh, seeingreddit at gmail dot com. Um, and you can also, if you want to join our um, uh, Discord, we have a, a very cool Discord run by one of our fans, uh, and there's some really great conversations going in there all the time. 
time. We've got some some great folks in there like uh, Scrooge McStark mm-hmm. and Withgar and yeah. Xyloart, who is afraid that if we keep mm-hmm. mentioning them, they will turn into Beetlejuice, I think. And so we're yeah. going to keep doing <laughs> Um So thank you guys for, for chatting on the, uh, the Discord. And if you want to join the Discord, just get in touch with us. If you want to get in touch with me, for instance, I'm on Mastodon, and you can find me at Matt Heron at Mastodon.cloud. I'm also on Mastodon. Uh, exclusive web address, coolmemes.biz slash at Jeff. Uh, you can find me also on Snapchat and Instagram, where I post some of my adventures that I go on. Uh, the address for both, the username for both of those is JeffJK. Patreon.com slash JeffJK. Boy, I haven't un- updated Patreon in a while, huh? I think I'm, like, I think maybe I didn't upload the audio for May and still owe April and May in written pieces. But I'll catch up on that in July and then get ahead on it in August, and then that'll be great okay. for the fall. Yeah, let's just go uh, through your calendar real quick for the next okay. six months. <laughs> Alright, so I have off work Tuesday because uh-huh. it's Eid Al-Fatir, um, which I believe is the end of Ramadan, um, and then Wednesday I have work normal, then Thursday no students for Chancellor's Day. a lot more memes, Jeff. Uh, mm-hmm. There were some folks <laughs> talking about how they, the only problem with your uh, patron-exclusive memes explaining is that I'm not there to be very upset that you're doing it, but I want everyone to know that I am, I do listen and I am yeah. very upset. <laughs> <laughs> I figure I would try to capture some of that energy by being audibly tired when recording it because of how Byzantine the origin to the memes all are and it makes me tired. <laughs> yeah, that's fair. I do like the idea that meme explainer sounds an awful lot like song exploder and <laughs> it's got the same sort of energy. Yeah, I'm gonna get Carly Rae Jepsen on to explain Call Me Maybe because that's a meme. It's a meme uh, and a song. It's your first crossover with it's Song Exploder. my crossover with Song Exploder. I can yes. talk to Krishy Cashierway about it. Go on, Louisa, your things. <laughs> You can't bringing that tired talking. In <laughs> yeah, exactly. Show, I <laughs> you can't continue on with your tired shambling, <laughs> so that I can't start saying my things. Brains. <laughs> uh, you can find me on Mastodon, Louisa at Mastodon.xyz. Talk to me and be my friend. I realize I say that a lot, and fuck you. I mean it. Be my friend. <laughs> Listen. Did somebody call you yeah, out on it? Or? No, no one did. But I'm like, I say the same thing every time. But you know what? I love it. And also, we're gonna be friends. And also, fuck you. Thank you. <laughs> I was gonna say that that's definitely mixed messaging, but that is kind of what it's like to be your friend, Louise. Yeah, it you absolutely know. is. It's fuck pretty you. on brand. I love you, and you're wonderful. And fuck off. <laughs> also, shut up. Leave me alone. <laughs> Uh, okay, well, thanks everyone for listening. Please come back next week. In the meantime, please don't forget about us, your net nannies. Delete your account. Get ready for jazz!